Welcome to this episode of the Advanced Southwest Iowa LaunchCast. I'm Todd Studer, joined in studio today by Nikki Ferguson, Manager of Entrepreneurial Development at Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation. And also we have a special guest uh, with us today. Megan McClarney is the owner of Gravy Train, part of Kitchen Council in Council Bluffs. And we're going to learn all about uh, Megan's business and uh, everything that goes on to it. And what I'm most excited about is learning about the name and where that came from. But let's begin, uh, Nikki. We have a meetup coming up soon, and also we want to talk to you a little bit about the uh, uh, Rev Pitch Competition that is also coming up soon as well. Uh, One week from today, if you're listening on release day, is going to be the meetup that we're actually hosting here at the new studios, um, which I'll let you give the directional to that. Um, A lot of fun, just a lot of entrepreneurs, creators, you know, anyone, just if you want to be in a room with like-minded people feed off their energy and get excited about your business and get some mentorship and just, or have a cocktail. Stop by. Anyone's welcome. It's 430 to 6 next Wednesday, the 19th. Stop by for a drink of water. Stay for the whole time. We're flexible. Come on over. We are located at 600 South 4th Street in Council Bluffs, Iowa. And you'll see the sign that says the studio's on South 4th over the door. Can't miss it anymore. That was, uh, took a while to get the sign up, but it's there now. And uh, very excited about that. And uh, we also want to mention that there's no ticket to come. Just, no. just come on by. If this is something that interests you in meeting some, uh, some other entrepreneurs and being around that atmosphere, nobody's going to try to sell you anything. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. This is a free, just get people, get in the room with people and, you know, network, build your network. I know that's sometimes a, a, you know, not a great word to use. You know, people think of, am I going to be in a room with, you know, attorneys and multimedia marketing, which are great things, but you know, is someone going to be selling me, you know, something out of the, the MLM that they're in? No, there's, this isn't selling. These are just kind of building relationships. And that's been the coolest thing about it is some of the, like I've said before, some of the partnerships and some of the people that have worked on other ventures just from meeting at these and people that I never would have seen the 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 crossover between their two businesses or prospective startups, whatever they're working on. And it's it's super cool just to see that. So yeah, come out. The Rev Pitch competition coming up soon? Yes, we uh, the committee had narrowed it down to the five finalists that will actually pitch at the live event, which is going to be open from the open to the public, excuse me, um, this year, you'll be able to watch those kind of Shark Tank style uh, pitches. There's also going to be uh, people's choice. So you can meet those finalists and put your two cents in of who you think should win and they can get a prize that way as well. Again, it's another opportunity to meet people and make those connections and other mentors, funders, whatever it is, you don't necessarily have to be pitching for the $14,000 to get something out of attending. And as always, there's cocktails and <laughs> food because I don't like to do anything without a good cocktail and some snacks. So It's my favorite part about being uh, involved with Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation is, well, there's he two favorites. to eat. Yeah, <laughs> very much. And there's a lot of folks that come by that, well, such as Megan, that we see some phenomenal food. I'm thinking about uh, the Rev Pitch kickoff. That spread was... I don't know if I've ever seen anything quite like it. Yep. And that is another Kitchen Council member. Fig and Honey did that charcuterie tr- table for us. And I'm, I apologize. I can't say that word very well. Um, and that was at Omaha Startup Week, our big kickoff event for Rev. And so, yeah, that was a lot of fun. But the actual Rev event will be on Tuesday, November 1st. So mark your calendars. If you want ticket information, get a hold of me or, you know, check the TS Bank 
Rev website as well. And a big thank you to uh, Trainer State Bank uh, for uh, uh, being such a huge supporter of small businesses in the area. So we want to learn more about Megan McClarney, owner of Gravy Train. She is a part of Kitchen Council. Megan, thank you so much for coming into the studio today. And uh, I, I have to know, when it came time to name your business, why Gravy Train? Where did that name come from? Oh, boy. Well, thanks for, for having me here. And uh, Gravy Train... Was It was an idea before I had a name, and um, it had probably been an idea for like six months, and finally convinced my husband that we, we were really going to do it, so he, he got serious with me, and you know, we, we drank a bottle of wine every night for three nights, and because we were in totally at odds about the name, but he wanted to call it a classy biscuit, or the classy biscuit. And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> not. And it was like, I would just pour him more wine and more wine. And I kept thinking like he would come around and it wasn't happening. I wanted to call it something like Good Life Biscuits or something like that. And um, and then I, I'm actually a dietitian, And so I do nutrition counseling um, in many different arenas, but at, at Nebraska Medicine. And one of my, one of my uh, patients had come in for a follow-up and and I said, hey, man, you know, how's it been going? We're walking back to his appointment to my office. And he goes, oh, you know me. I'm just riding that gravy train on biscuit wheels. <laughs> and I just, like, immediately heard, like, the song Crazy Train oh, in sure. my head. And could also see, like, just all these funny images in my mind were, like, swirling around. And I, it made me smile so hard. And I, I got through his appointment, and then I just called my husband, and I was like, gravy train. <laughs> and he's just like, no. And then um, we uh, we had another bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and then we started, like, just having, like, a really fun time, like, um, riffing on, like, just all the ways that that like the logo could be funny and stuff like that. And he just gave up. He just gave in. <laughs> well, Ed, let me give a quick message to your husband. Uh, this is not the hill you want to die on, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> let her, let, just go with the name. Uh, but let's learn a little bit more about Gravy Train. What are some of the things that you have on your menu? Well, I've got gravy. Um, there's like at least three kinds on a given day at our, our new restaurant, which we moved into Inner Rail, which is a food hall in mid Midtown Omaha. Um, and we'll like always have your traditional like sausage, pepper, cream, gravy. You know, that's that's what I, I was raised on that, have to have it. And then always a vegetarian option. So like, we have this fabulous mushroom gravy. It's really good. And um, usually a spicy one too. Uh, chorizo gravy is what we've been doing for a while now. There's a local chorizo that I love. Um, but he did just actually treat me to a bunch of new spicy varieties. So I might change that up. It'll be the same vendor, different spicy gravy. And like, and for, so for the last four weeks, I've also done a vegan gravy, which is dairy free. And that opens up just the opportunity to have biscuits and gravy for a whole lot more people. Um, I mean, fondue, like cheese sauce, like oh, there's so many things you can put on a biscuit. And then our scratch-made biscuits are like anything from your traditional buttermilk biscuit to really wild, like savory combinations or sweet ones. Today I did salted caramel apple and um, jalapeno and everything uh, biscuits. I've learned something here. Uh, Nikki, we need to stop recording these just before lunch. <laughs> agree. Agree. I'm starving. <laughs> 
where do you come up with the ideas that if you're going to be adding a new product to your menu, where, where do those ideas come from and, and how much testing goes into it before you feel you have it right? Oh, gosh. Well, the ideas usually come to me in my sleep. Like I'll wake up and just jump out of bed like, okay, I got an idea and I'm doing it. Um, so the, the inspiration is always a person. Like, who am I going to see today? What's their favorite thing? And I'll usually come up with something like that. Maybe there's a new vendor at the farmer's market and they are selling jam and I want to buy their jam and use it in my biscuits. So um, it's always some kind of like personal inspiration, whether it's like a place that I'm missing traveling to, um, you know, a food from a place that I miss being at or a person I'm celebrating or an ingredient I'm celebrating. Um, generally, it's something local like, you know, great sausage or great cheese and um, really amazing produce that I found at the farmer's market. And I just work that in. Do you make the farmer's market tour? Do you go around at a lot of different places to be able to sample some of these things? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't get to shop a whole lot now because I'm working so much. But we started at the farmer's market. The whole idea of a gravy train was meant to be in a market setting. I actually got the idea at a farmer's market and... That was my whole business model. Like, I want to be part of the market. I want to use what's there, be part of that community. And so that's where I get started. And now being inside a food hall is kind of like a micro market in that way where you're networking with other restaurants instead of um, producers. And we do cross collab a lot, like especially with the bar. I'm always going over there telling them, yeah, you need to use some of this or I need to use some of that. And um, I want to sell my gravy to every restaurant in the food hall. I'm like, you guys should put my gravy on that. <laughs> They're like, okay, lady. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I get around to the, all the vendors. They they come in and bring me what I need if I miss them at the market. But, yeah, we, we have so much good here. I mean, you know, the, the Council Bluffs markets, the, the Omaha markets are phenomenal. They're some of the best that I've ever been to. And I grew up you know, on the, the East Coast, the West Coast, I've lived both sides and been to those big famous markets. But, you know, they don't really compare to what we do here. It's, you know, what we do here has a lot of history and tradition. There's not a whole lot of, um, I guess, trendy stuff. It's just like really, really great um, heritage kind of food that you get. Um, and I love I love using it. That's that's a great point that you brought up. And in, in having been in other regions, I think if you start, the farther out you get away from the Omaha Council Bluffs area, the less people know just how strong the uh, uh, food and restaurant community is around here. We have some phenomenal restaurants and places to eat in this area. And it... it I, I'm excited because, you know, we're on the uh, Iowa side of the river right now in Council Bluffs, and we've got more and more restaurants coming in on this side. And, and with mm-hmm. Kitchen Council being there, it's I think it's it's kind of lighting the fuse, and, and, and it's helping to grow that world. Yeah, that, I love being a part of that. Like, I've been following Kitchen Council since their first year, and that was like Gravy Train's inception year too. So we were, we kind of all grow together at the same time. And um, being there at Kitchen Council, like I have just so much available to me, you know, I've been chatting with Veg Edible and I, they make their own vegan cheese. And I was like, hey, I've been buying vegan cheese. Why don't I buy it from you? You know, and they're like, we've never sold it to another restaurant before. Like, why not? You know, there's no like um, ego involved here. If if it's better than what I can make, then I should sell that, you know. And um, 
there's this uh, chocolatier and, and well, like just a confectionery in general. They're called Nibs. Um, Nibs makes these amazing little like cold brew caramel squares. And they do little chocolates and they're beautiful. I've I've worked with like world class chocolate people. You know, with my food life is is extensive from traveling and living all over and being a food lover. But when I come back, I'm just like really proud of what we do here. And our food culture is really strong. And I do think it has something to do with that lack of ego or just like friendly competition that we all have here, um, helping each other and, and like learning from each other and sharing that that food culture. But Kitchen Council's got a lot going on and, and it makes it exciting to just be part of what's growing over here in Council Bluffs. Um, you know, it's just like, it's just so accessible, so easy to get to and so good. You talked about how you were a part of different farmers markets. Well, that time of year now, that's all ending. So where, where does your focus go from here? Yeah. Um, don't remind me. <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> I am like really sad about it. So, um, one thing I did to kind of keep the fun going on is like, we posted this competition on our website. It's for, I wanted to be as like gender neutral as possible. Cause I didn't want to like, you know, rule anybody out or make people feel like they're they're not going to fit there but we so we you would think of like Mr. or Mrs. like America or whatever but it's the it's royalty it's biscuit and gravy royalty pageant that we're hosting so people are submitting applications and I think tonight we have to announce the finalists it's been really hard because they're all amazing applications but we're gonna have a little like talent show and like give out awards and have have some really funny stuff going on later on in the fall um so that'll kind of keep our regulars engaged and hanging out with each other but when the farmers markets close up those those vendors generally don't stop a lot of them do um have like their business going into the year and they really need our support more so like uh, Shadowbrook Farm, love them. Dutch Dutch Girl Creamery, it's it's hard for me to say. Um, that's the that's the like kind of the goat cheese, and now they're doing cow's milk cheese too. Um, part of that business, they're in Lincoln, and they're they're willing to come like into November and keep selling. Um, so I'll buy their cheese year round whenever I can. I mean, it sells out sometimes, but, uh, Sunsprouts is another I met. They, they are growing hydroponically indoors, so I can get fresh, uh, shoots and little microgreens all year. Um, you know, Long Walk Farm is going to do some growing for me this winter. We just talked about it on Sunday at the farmer's market. So I'll keep going as much as I can with those vendors and, support them as much as I can throughout the year. But when the, for me, from a business perspective, my big focus is on catering and events. Like, um, it's a joy. I absolutely love creating something special for somebody and for their event. I'll ask them like, well, who's the guest of honor? What's their favorite thing? Is there like some kind of inside joke or what can we do like to make a biscuit for them or make some kind of display for them to uh, to make them happy. We have two uh, weddings coming up in the next two months uh, that are really special people, that are uh, people that, that have supported Gravy Train from the beginning, you know, really. And they both wanted, like, something really different. So they wanted a biscuit and gravy wedding. <laughs> like, 
is awesome. That is, that is great. I'm sold. Which I'm like, yes, yes, your your wedding is going to be the best wedding ever. But then I w- when I started those conversations about like what what else is meaningful to you? I can cook anything. Biscuits and gravy are just the thing. The thing I've been successful at selling. You know, this is the first thing I tried or whatever. Um, and so like we've had a lot of fun. And this is the weirdest thing, you guys. Um, both of these weddings, which both booked around the same time, both told me they would really want tacos and biscuits and gravy. Okay. There's a fusion that I haven't heard. They, so we're doing tacos. And I'm like, you, what? This is so crazy. Um, and one of them we're doing um, bulgogi too. So we're doing like Korean food, which is um, a huge love of mine. My mom lived in Korea for a long time and she taught me to cook. And, you know, we just, it's just so funny though, the way these things kind of come around. And so, you know, gravy train is great because it's like the most approachable food in the whole world, right? Biscuits and gravy. Everybody loves breakfast and biscuits. And it, it creates this space to have conversations about food and traditions. And those are the kind of things that spin off of it. So um, I don't know. These weddings are going to be a blast. I've been just like loving all the food that I've been practicing for it. And um, we do a lot of like baby showers, like pregnant people love biscuits and gravy. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> I've loved it my whole life. But, you know, so we just like... The pregnant women and stuff, like, oh, my gosh, it's, like, their love language. And um, I don't know what else, like, um, the kind of catering events, office parties, that's huge. Just a good way to kind of treat your staff and say thank you to somebody. But, um, yeah, that's what I'm going to be focused on for a while. In a real food hall is seven days a week, and they're letting me serve dinner. So I want to make breakfast for dinner happen. I think this is a thing that, like, if you grew up poor like me, that was just, like, a cheap, easy thing my mom and dad could do. Like, okay, we're <laughs> we're kind of, like, payday's coming up. I think they were like, let's just make pancakes <laughs> or whatever, scrambles and eggs or quick, easy weeknight dinner. But it's like a, oh, my gosh, a feeling for me. And it's, ex- and it's an exciting thing to have breakfast for dinner because it kind of calls back your childhood and those meals that were special and fun and different. So I really want to see that become a date night thing. Like I want to see people show up at Interrail and get breakfast for dinner with their loved one. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, that's when I'm there. And then um, our brunches um, our brunches on the weekend are kind of a whole other animal and bring out all kinds of specials. But um, yeah, so catering and breakfast for dinner, I don't know. I think that'll keep me busy for a couple months. I'm I'm flashing back to what my dad used to do because he was always in charge of that breakfast for dinner and uh-huh. we always had he would make it on a big electric uh, flat skillet mm-hmm. so the pancakes were not round they were kind of long oval shaped and because he would just fill up from top to bottom on on the griddle and we would have that and side pork. I love some side pork. <laughs> Which, and breakfast for dinner tastes better than breakfast for breakfast. It does. Way better. And if you have a cocktail so with it, Nikki, I mean. Like, Again, <laughs> is there anything better? Carbs like, and cocktails and gravy. Come I, on. I'm starving right now. <laughs> Megan, how far out does your client base go? I mean, it, you're, you're located in the Omaha Council Bluffs area, but how far out do you go on for catering events? Oh, gosh. Well, furthest traveled. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, this this wedding I'm doing is about an hour away. Um, 
week after next. And I I can go pretty far if you have a kitchen. You know, it's it's not a big deal to do that. But um, the furthest I've, like, been asked to ship anything was four states away. People... People like have it and then I, I meet them at events and they're traveling through the area and then they call me and they message me and they're from like, I'm in Tennessee, I'm in New York and can I have this? I I sent some some things to New York last fall, um, woman whose family was traveling and she just had to send them off with this is what they needed to have. Like if there's a quintessential for her like Omaha thing that she wanted them to have it was this so I just prepared this special box for her family <laughs> we sent it to New York that's awesome and and I'm uh I'm thrilled for all of the success that you've had so far and and uh, continued success that's going on uh before we let you go Megan how do people find you I'm assuming that you have an online presence out there that if they want some more information or to be able to try and um uh, set up a catering event uh how do they find you yeah, thank you so much. Um, yeah, the I mean, the successes really just comes from people like being regulars and showing up. Like, you know, we need to be able to count on that. And so those people that come and they, they might just get a strip of bacon, <laughs> like that happens. Um, you know, they make my they make my world. Um, so we yeah, we just want to keep showing up and doing good stuff for those people and keep it fun. Um, it's really easy to find us. So like if you're if you're going to email me or Instagram me, or Facebook me. It all starts with Gravy Train Omaha. <laughs> so Gravy Train Omaha, you just type that in, at. So Gravy Train Omaha at Yahoo, Gravy Train o- Omaha at um, Facebook, at Instagram, and you can pull us right up. And it also will show up as like scratch biscuits and gravy. You'll see something like that on there too. So we're not so big that, you know, other things might pop up because we're not paying to be high on the algorithm or whatever, but... <laughs> Gravy Train Omaha, it's pretty easy to find. Um, we have a website. It's just gravytrainomaha.com. <laughs> and um, yeah, please go there and check us out and send us a message, you know, if you want us to make something for you. Megan McClarney, owner of Gravy Train in uh, Omaha. And we thank you very much for your time today on the LaunchCast. And also, Nikki, thank you for uh, continuing to bring in such great guests. And it, it's great that we got back into Kitchen Council again. It, it is. It is. It's, it's, been, it's been a while, not too long, but there's just great things happening over there. I absolutely love that we have that resource for food entrepreneurs and amazing people like Megan. And we also thank you for listening on the Advanced Southwest Iowa LaunchCast, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode.